So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. And welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy. Uh, and welcome to uh, any new listeners. Uh, welcome to returning listeners. If you uh, could please subscribe and like us on uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Where else are we, James? Co-host James? Co-host James. Thank you for that. Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcast, World Please, uh, yeah, leave us a review, as long as it's nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as I say, like and subscribe. You know what? We've been discussing this for so long before we've even started recording that I've run out of tea. It's a terrible, terrible situation. It's, uh, do you want me, me too, actually? <laughs> uh, me too. It's so true. It's, it's a good topic, this is, because it's... it's anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about exercise less more often, a discussion. Yeah, because there's lots about this, and it's all been inspired by Michael Mosley, uh, a British doctor, his little bite-sized podcast radio show called Just One Thing uh, on BBC Sounds and BBC iPlayer. Yeah, because I flagged this up to you. I listened to it last week, and I thought it had some interesting points. And then I happened to see it. Somebody had posted about it on a, um, I think it was UK PT page on Facebook, and there were there were PTs losing their minds about it. And I, th- I, f- I kind of felt they were possibly missing some of the point. I understand some of the points, which we'll go into, that they were making, but I also felt they were possibly missing the point about some of it. So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Exactly. I'm excited for this. And it, it, it's a couple of things. It's actually a big week, this is. Guess what's happening on Saturday, on Friday and Saturday this week? <gasps> James is coming to visit. <laughs> I'm going to see Josh for the first time in person in two whole years. Yeah. As we were saying before, I see your stupid face every day. I know. So it doesn't not feel like, like it. doesn't feel like it's been over two years since I've actually seen you in person. No, it's ridiculous. Crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I hope you're going to cook something nice for me. Uh, well, I've been, we've been, me and Liz have been discussing it over the weekend. Oh. Uh, we've been talking. So we're going for uh, curry Friday night to the yep. local curry house. I don't have anything uh, cream or yogurt based, will you? I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> and then... So I've got three potential options. Do you want to hear your options? No, surprises. All right, okay, I was going to say. All right, fine. Maybe, that's maybe the listeners wanted to hear the options. Well, maybe anyway, they're bored of us. They're bored of us already. Yeah. yeah, let's just get on with talking about exercise less more often. A uh, discussion. Do you, want to, uh, do you want to lead us in? Because you've just listened to it. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've just listened to it. So just the basic premise of the whole podcast. It's a 15-minute podcast, and I'd definitely recommend listening to it. And he's talking about the benefits of exercising less more often. Now, exercise less is very open-ended. So what does exercise less mean? Uh, Well, he talks about ideas of like a couple of minutes broken up into exercise snacks throughout the day is better than nothing. Maybe up to like 10 minutes. Brisk walk. And then the idea was like, well, maybe break it into 10 minutes three times a day or something like that to do something. Now, that's great. But there's so many elements to this. It's more complex than meets the eye. You ain't going to lose weight by doing 10 minutes of brisk walking three times a day. It might help. It might do something around it, and it might improve your mood or get you just moving more. However, it is, it's such a complex discussion, this, on so many different levels, because 
Yes, some results in the labs, as he kindly show, said and talked about, show there's an improvement in blood glucose levels, cardiovascular fitness, cholesterol levels, stuff yep. like that, Lipids, heart yep. rate. Yep. So it has got has got benefits. Absolutely. Exactly. And he was talking about how it's probably more beneficial than doing a longer piece of exercise. And this is where, like, my ears pricked up and went, "Hang on a second, <laughs> let's let's just talk about this." And a better discussion, more open-minded discussion about this and where we're coming from. And I think I, I'm, I'm going to invite him onto the podcast, actually. I think we need to get him onto the podcast to discuss this. I think it'd be quite an interesting talk to see where, what he actually meant. Now, I'm, I think he's talking about the general population who is sedentary, who have no interest in exercise. Yeah. They may be overweight. Yeah. They feel they've got no time to do stuff. And he's talking and aiming at them to get them started to do something. So in, in exactly, that, that was my whole point. That was sorry, James. Go on. No, no. Like I said, I think that's where he is coming from. That's that's his point of the podcast. Is that yeah. aiming at that, that demographic. He's not yeah. aiming at say the everyday athlete demographic, which is the only ten percent of the world population. Yeah. Like there's ninety percent of the population who don't do enough exercise. Let's just get that quite clear. There's only 10% of us people who are like fitness fans, fanatics, you know, geeks around fitness. So there's that 90% of people you've got to try and address and appeal to. And I've realized the way we speak to them has got to be very different to the way we speak to somebody who's already into exercise because it can be quite daunting. But yeah. Well, that was my point about it. And I think that's where the, uh, a lot of the PTs who were discussing it on the Facebook page lost it a, a little bit, Did miss, missed the point because they were thinking he was saying – to people that they shouldn't go to the gym for an hour and, and shouldn't train and it was you know the, the death of their profession and blah 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 and it's like well no hang on let's just dial it back we're talking about for me he was indeed aiming at people who don't really do anything don't think they've got time to do anything so getting them to do a couple of or even start out a one 10 minute period or five minutes per day is better than them doing nothing and it's got benefits, it, it, you know, in terms of reducing your, your your resting heart rate, cardio cardio benefits, benefits for cholesterol, blood glucose, et cetera, et cetera. So that's great. In my mind, I was like, brilliant. I think that's a really good idea. If someone can find two 10-minute periods a day or starting off on one and then build up, it's better than them doing nothing at all. Exactly. And it's all about baby steps. So now let's yeah. just think about this realistically. We're talking, and to be clear, we're talking about the, the sedentary population who don't yeah. give a shit about exercise. Yeah. I think that that's really important to distinguish between because there, there's, you know, there's different scales from beginner to advanced. We're talking beginner level here. So just getting them doing something, whatever it is, like he was talking about walking up and down stairs, doing some squats and some push-ups. I think some squats and push-ups are maybe too advanced for beginners. Possibly for some people, yeah. For some people, if we're talking about that level here, so he's not up and down stairs. Now, I'll be honest, he, he didn't sound that fit, old Michael himself, when he's walking up and down stairs. Like, I was a bit concerned for his own health. <laughs> like, he's out of breath quite a lot. So, sorry, Michael, but I'll, I'll happily say that. Like, you shouldn't be out that much out of breath walking up and down those flights of stairs if we're talking about a higher advanced type athlete. But we're talking about general basic premises, getting walking. I think the message that he got across was a bit conflicting because he was then suggesting that doing a couple of minutes three, four times a day or up to 10 minutes three times a day is better than one long bout of exercise. And the studies yeah. prove that's it. Where, that's where we both went, mm, hang on, yes. let's, just hold, let's just hold the phone here because you're just saying it's better than an hour's long exercise. Well, 
what was that exercise? What are you comparing it to? What was your sample size? Who who did it? How intense was it? Etc. There's so many questions. You can't just say it was better than an hour's exercise. Exactly. I- and you're almost appealing to the masses that you're, you're almost appealing to the sense of these people go, yeah, I, I can only do this and it's going to be fine. But that's, but maybe that was the point. Maybe that's like people going, oh, okay, so it's better. So I'll, I will rather than doing nothing, I'll do this. Maybe there's that thing as well. You know, exactly. a little bit of, little bit of m- mind trick, Jedi mind trick. Yeah, maybe there is. This is what we need to ask him and, in, in, you know, investigate further. But I, like, I just think he's missing a bigger picture here where, okay, great. If you're talking about this to start people off, wonderful. But then we're going to talk about health in the long term and like building up their health to get into a reasonable level. They don't have to be everyday athlete level, but if they want to see improvements to their health, well, a couple of random 10 minutes a day may do some benefits at the start. You're going to quickly run out of benefit. Exactly. You're going to plateau. You're going to get to this point where, okay, that's not good enough. And this is where I come back to, there's two elements to this. All those PTs who said the death of the gym, death to our profession. Well, do you know, sometimes I'm okay with that. (laughs) It sounds crazy, but not everyone likes going to the gym. Like we're in our own little bubble. We like going there. If someone had to recommend me one exercise to give somebody for the rest of their life, it would be walking. A a gym or kettlebell or anything that would not be involved. It would be your own two feet walking, walking around places. And that is the number one exercise I think that people need to think about and focus focus on first well that was another thing he pointed out actually studies have shown that during the pandemic uh average steps have dropped by 50 percent yeah oh so we saw the athlete steps who like the gb athlete before the tokyo olympics they put on one one to three percent of body fat where their training stayed the same their food stayed the same the difference was their steps had completely been reduced the daily habits are reduced so they all put on weight on body fat, yeah. which yeah. is ridiculous for professional athletes, 1% to 3% at running Olympic level is huge yeah. implications. So I think the, there's more questions to this than he needs to consider. Yes, I love his one thing approach, just one thing approach, think about doing something. Like me personally, if I was to give somebody just one thing to talk, take away from, he'd be going for one 20 minute walk a day. Let's make it, and let's make it, let's make it brisk. Yeah. Well, we got the walking test for that reason as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like it leads into this is why we did it. I like because it's focused on one thing. It's not going to overwhelm people doing multiple times a day because multiple times a day we've seen people get distracted. They don't have the willpower to do it, and it's it's it sounds not much, but we're putting into practice and reality. People don't do it. No, but they can start. The point is, I, w- I would think to start in baby steps. Mm-hmm. So, you know, start with one 10 minute piece a day for a couple of weeks, and then you don't have to immediately jump to two 10 minutes per day. You could do two 10 minutes on one day, back to one 10 minute, back to two 10 minutes. And just, like I said, just build it up slowly over time. And then obviously the ultimate goal is to get you working out for an hour, really. Yeah. 45 minutes to an hour, let's say, is, is a good you time for that's it. That's great. Cause, it, Cause you've got to yeah. think the cardiovascular benefits to help people have more energy. Cause he was saying that the number one reason that people don't do exercise is because they don't have time. I disagree. You always make time for the things you prioritize. Most people don't prioritize health and fitness because they haven't yeah. got the mental clarity or the energy or the will, the energy to the brain it. power to go and yeah. do it. So you've got to think of those things to first. This is why the baby steps are important to help people get. It's actually quite easy. They feel better about themselves. 
Like it's the it's more about losing let's let's less about losing weight or anything. It's more about the mental headspace it gives them the clarity. Well, you've just done a vlog as well, haven't you? That people can check out on the uh, website about how actually uh, exercise is actually a terrible way. Oh, it's awful uh, to it's lose terrible. weight. Like it's, it's really exercise for health and diet and nutrition and lifestyle is what impacts your weight loss. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, that's uh, that's another one. Carry on. Exactly. You know, but it's. I think this this is the thing. So, like, I get his point to start yep. people away doing things. I think he jumped the gun by doing multiple snacks throughout the day because I think it's too much and too complex for people. Potentially. Uh, potentially at yeah. an early stage. But he's right. Doing something is better than nothing. But that yeah. is going to quickly diminish. <laughs> well, exactly. Because the body is the master adapt and it will adapt so quickly to that, that your 10-minute walking piece, your body will be like, I've done this. Yeah. And something something else now, please. Exactly. You, know, it, you, you won't get the benefits. You will initially and then it will quickly you'll quickly plateau. Exactly. And, and we've been doing this, and I, I'm going to quote this now and say this is anecdotal. This is based on personal experience and experience we've had with other people here. Like, if you still want one thing to help people do things differently, like at the moment, we've come to realise that most people are deficient in certain vitamins and minerals, which affects the body at the cellular level. That means you don't have as much energy to do as the things or the clarity, the brain, you know, the, the brain mm. clarity or the energy to do the things you want to get up and do. We're going to get somebody on to talk about this more in depth. I think that's the key thing here now, because I don't know enough about it yet to talk about it. Yep. But I can tell you this now, by taking these additional vitamins and minerals, I have got more get up and go. I've got more drive and more energy throughout the day than I have done for so many different years. And I think maybe that's the one thing I'm leaning towards at the moment now to help people is to have that. Realize that there's certain minerals and vitamins we may be deficient in will help them have the energy and the clarity in the brain space and the drive to do maybe these little habits like walking more because people haven't got that headspace they'd rather sit on the couch or sofa because they haven't got the oh, you know it's that it's that fatigue <laughs> mm, that sets yeah. in they don't have the willpower or the drive to go and do it whereas i think you know it's i'm not gonna say what they are now because it's it's it'll be i'm not a doctor <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll get the doctors on to talk about this and say why. Hopefully, very soon. Actually, we need to get you get get you a time to speak to them. Actually, before I forget to drive them on here, and that's the precursor. Yeah, we need to get yeah because they can only do a certain time, can't they? Yes. Um, anyway, that's it. Anyway, so <laughs> yes, that's fine, right. so I'm, I'm 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 just going off on a tangent. But that may be the the first thing first, then into walking, then into everything else that we're talking about after that. But the point is, I agree. One thing: focus on little habits, baby steps building up over time pts well guess what it's okay for people not to like the gym and go to the gym i think that's a very important factor it is but there's all there's many many ways we can help people so let's exactly not worry about it focus on that and yeah personally i'll get people doing five ten minute walks in once a day increasing yep. that to maybe 20 minutes and 30 minutes a day as opposed to multiple snacks throughout the day that's my personal recommendation based on the people we work with <laughs> mm -hmm. and have done over many many years but what's whatever works for you and that's the key thing here yes indeed and yes, exercise indeed. less more often well exercise less well it doesn't mean a minute a day like some people think no. yes or tabata hits once a day no like i'm all for exercising with less intensity every day and doing mm. it more often because volume wins over the long haul so yeah 
um, maybe a 45 minute workout at 70%, six, seven days a week is more important and vital than three or four times a week. But it's only what we can fit into your time and your schedule that's gonna work for you. And there's so many ways to go about this. There's no one right solution for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there we go. Uh, cool. Well, I think we hit some good points there. And uh, well, yeah, I think it'd be good to try and get uh, Dr. Michael Mosley on the podcast. That'd be interesting. I think so too. I'll reach out to him now and see if we go. Nice. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, uh, please do like and subscribe and leave us a uh, review on uh, iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Music and the other myriad of places. Go on, James. What, you're desperate to jump in. No, not something. at all. No, I was just smiling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is it? Because I did that bit for you that you always tell me that i have to do it's brilliant it's awesome no. i will no, tell people go great. to the website and you can get our new free ebook which is the 30 30 blueprint 30 workouts of people over 30 oh yes we've uh, so we've got 10 10 for beginners 10 for intermediates 10 for advanced uh, uh you can download that for free exactly go to strengthmanners.com forward slash 30 spelt out in words cool uh thanks very much i will speak to you off air in a second thank you guys for listening until next time Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.